Welcome, Mr. Atkins, to the third episode of Potivation. It's good to have you on set. Um, we're just going to spend this time to ask you some questions about your journey to where you are today. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks for having me here. Mr. Atkins, could you describe your experience of secondary school? Mm, yeah, I can. It's probably not uh, what you might expect from your um, from a high school teacher. Um, it was pretty. It was a pretty awful experience for me, actually. I'd um, I wasn't a, I wasn't a very high achieving student, um, mainly because of my inability to communicate my ideas very well, in, particularly in writing. And so I had um, pretty low confidence about about that, and sort of struggled quite a bit, and pretty much gave up um, by the time I got to sixth form. All right, so I guess um, before we get to the what did I want to do when I um, left school, so, um, quite a, I um, was fortunate enough to have some uh, really supportive parents who understood um, understood me as a person and, and obviously as parents do, wanted to make sure that um, I achieved sort of some success and happiness in life and so they uh, made me persevere really and they they weren't prepared to sort of give up on me um, and one of their solutions to that was sending me off to live with my auntie and uncle in not Bellier, uh, Vermont um, and so that that experience actually was a game changer in terms of just uh, meeting some other other people, um, having some cool teachers that um, didn't have prior expectations of me, um, and so just took me at face value. I was there um, and let me sort of uh, develop a different identity, I suppose. And so that was a um, that was a bit of a change. Uh, met some people there that. Uh, a lot of my friends were going off to university, something that was I never um, expected or had dreamed of doing. Um, and because they were talking about it, it made me sort of think about that. So um, when I got back to New Zealand, I was 20. I didn't have, oh sorry, I, yeah, um, by the time I was going to university, I was 20. I didn't have the prerequisites for going to university but was able to go to university because the government allowed you allowed people that were over 20 to go without the prereqs. And so I went and yeah, it was awesome. Um, lots of amazing things to, uh, to learn about and to think about. Loved, um, loved that first year, except for uh, the assessment part of it, because I still couldn't write. Um, and so I failed the majority of that uh, that first year of university, which had some pretty significant implications for me because um, I my parents uh, earned less than the threshold for um, which which meant that I um, could qualify for a student allowance money that I didn't have to pay back to the government, um, and so it, I was I lost that student allowance because I didn't I hadn't didn't know um, couldn't have done anything about it really anyway that 
by not passing half of my course, then you didn't qualify for the student allowance again. Um, so I had to make the decision about whether I really wanted to be at university, and if I did, I was going to have to pay for it. Um, and then how would I how would I do better in that second year? And so that failure was um, was really important for me because it made me address, it made me think about um, how important that learning experience was for me. Um, and yeah, whether I'd um, wanted to pursue it, I did. Um, and so the first thing I set about doing was learning how to write better. For the first time in my life, I actually like really wanted to sort that out. So I took a, um, a five hour writing and study skills course with a woman called Carol Aitchison. Um, and she taught, she lectured a big group of us for one hour a week for five weeks. And prior to that, um, doing that course, I had failed more than half of my stuff. And the best essay, even though I was trying really hard that I wrote, had been a B minus. Uh, it happened that um, a week or so after that course was finished, I had a, an essay that was due in. Uh, and I submitted that essay doing what uh, Carol Atchison had told me. And I got an A plus for that essay. So I went from struggling to pass writing an essay to an A plus with five week, uh, five hours of teaching on how to write an essay. Um, yeah, and that, Ethan, to get back to your question, really made me rethink what I wanted to do after um, as as an adult, um, because it made because it was so empowering to finally be able to not just have ideas, but to communicate them. And so uh, I am an English teacher because um, I had a terrible experience as an English student at high school. And then I sussed out through, um, through this sort of major failure at university, how that, that actually writing, it, yeah, writing wasn't as hard as it had always seemed and that if um, that worked for me then maybe I could help um, take that back to students and I, that's really been um, my main motivation in the time that I've, in the nearly 20 years that I've been a teacher. Alright, so you've sort of answered the biggest failure in your career being that at uni, so another question, has there been someone who has helped you throughout your career? Yeah, I'd, I'd, there have been a number of people and I guess um, also mentioned my parents to begin with. Um, my mother's a primary or was a primary school teacher and so she valued education. But they lived on, um, grew up on this 1200 acre bit of native bush on the west coast of the South Island. And um, although mum's a trained teacher, I think dad probably did, is responsible for um, lots of teaching and that it was it was about going out and making stuff and observing how uh, how things worked um, in nature and, and things. So it was through uh, both of them stoking my curiosity, I guess, that has led me to this for the last 12 years, teaching in the Inquiry Learning Program. Um, 
people that I've run into that have made me, you know, look at things like going to university instead of who knows where. Um, Carol Aitchison, who will not know that she made such a, um, a difference in my life because I, um, I didn't see her. I never met her. I was in a lecture theatre with 300 people. Um, yeah, so that huge turning point from someone that, and I guess that's, you know, lots of people are like that. They, they have an impact on your life and they, they may never know it. Um, I guess fortunate enough to have chosen to teach here at a time when uh, Dave Ballard was running this program. Um, and that was a, a major, a major moment in my life in the sense that I got to work with him for 18 months in the same classroom. We, we team taught at that time and um, yeah, that really sort of, that changed the, the path and or the way that, some of the way that I taught. Yeah. What year did you come to the school? And so you didn't start the inquiry program, it was already established. Correct. It had been um, the inquiry program started and was set up in two thousand and eight as a pilot program with one teacher, mm -hmm. uh, Dave Ballard, who was a, um, a chemistry teacher, who uh, actually was a qualified pharmacist. Did a little bit of pharmacy work, mm -hmm. found it really unsatisfying, and yeah, his, he. I guess a little bit like my writing experience, he believed that there was something more that he could mm. give. And so uh, he taught here for a number of years as a chemistry teacher and then wanted to believe that there was a better way and uh, was bold enough um, to uh, he put a huge amount of work in and, and managed to convince the school, uh, you know, pretty traditional boys' school, to try, try a different way. And so he did it for a year and then identified that actually he needed um, he needed some literacy support. So that he had the um, that science and maths, but he needed someone uh, with some a literacy um, background. And so I was returning from the Cook Islands after a couple of years of teaching over in Rarotonga. Um, and yeah, just was lucky enough to see, I was looking for an English job and I was looking, I'm from the South Island, I was looking for an English job somewhere north where it was warmer and I could go paddling. Mm -hmm. um, and fortunately, this school was looking for an English um, job and an inquiry learning teacher. Um, and yeah, this this suited me. Um, what was the, how long, so it started in 2008, yeah. I joined in 2009. And when did Dave leave? Uh, he went to be the uh, deputy principal at Papamore College in um, halfway through 2010. So you've been running it since then? Correct, yeah, until the end of last year. Mm. And so did you continue to grow it and hire on more staff? Because now you have four classes? Yeah, um, slow growth. Yeah. And partly that was about um, wanting to just maintain, uh, like, Quality over quantity. Quality, yeah. keep it running, keep it mm. running as well as I could. Mm. Um, and I would again, sort of um, confidence in, in myself, wanted to not mess it up. 
Um, and so it was about really uh, maintaining and, and little tweaks. Mm. I'm not a massive risk taker. Mm. Um, and so little little tweaks and developments. Um, yeah, and so we had some um, some different staff in the interim, and then I think uh, Andrew Corney joined six years ago. Mm. Andrew's here in the room, so mm. yeah, about yes, six, correct, six years ago. Yeah. Six years ago, um, and yeah, so we we were the team, mm. um, really, with one class and two teachers until about three years ago. And then, mm. yeah, uh, now we've grown it so that there are two year nine classes and two year 10 classes. Mm. What are some of the ideas that Carol taught you that have had such an impact in your life that changed kind of when you looked at writing in English? Yeah, good question, Sean. I guess for me, with everything and not just writing, it's, it's been important for me to understand um, how and why like how things work and why, and um, yeah, sort of why why they work. And so what she made me realize was that there's not, a, that there is a, um, she made me understand the purpose of writing and that if you um, structured your, all of your writing in a way so that it was about stating that purpose and then, um, and then building an argument and support of it, and so I've um, I've developed. There's a, a document I think on our on our new website that as uh, a writing and um, a report writing checklist, and so it's just just trying to simplify it. And so some basic things that um, that I do. Um, some of the things that you boys have have learned, and I know that you you're using well. Um, because your teachers tell me how well you're, you're writing. Um, 12 word statement at the start, state your point. Uh, I encourage students not to write more than 25 words per sentence um, and only very rarely and to aim for 15 words or less as an average across the report. Those are some of the sort of basic things because I think often we are taught when we, when we learn to write uh, to write a simple sentence and then a compound sentence and then a compound complex sentence and to keep growing that sort of that train um, and yeah the, a lot of the boys that that I meet they they're just confused by this sort of idea that the the longer the sentence and the more commas they put in it you know the better that is um, and actually it, it makes for pretty complicated like difficult to understand writing. So it's about trying to simplify that. What has your journey through TBC and the inquiry learning programs been like for your career so far? I would say that it's the uh, the best thing about uh, the, the best sort of, the highlight of my career has been involved in this. Um, and yeah, I've been teaching for nearly 20 years and 12 years have been in this program um, and I just you know I'd, um, it's all uh, the the rewarding stuff is hearing about how well students feel that they're doing how well they've um, they've done beyond the time in the program and so 
was at the supermarket a couple of days ago and ran into a guy, uh, Liam Brown, who um, who was in his third year of medicine. Um, and yeah, it's just really, uh, stuff like that. The people have, I guess, in their difficult year nine and 10 years where you can actually, you know, a, a sort of make or break you in terms of whether you're into learning or not. Um, we've managed to, in lots of cases, yeah, make, make, help people want to continue sort of learning and find who they are. Not tell them who they are, but find who they are and what they're into. Uh, do you believe there are any where you can uh, improve in the inquiry program? Yeah, I, I mean, I'd, we know that you can always improve something. Where at the moment, I'm, I'm not really sure, Blake, in the sense that I'd, I actually think that when you're looking for improvement, it's really important to understand, to, to make sure you understand what's working well. And um, that sometimes actually that the danger of the desire to to improve actually um, can take you away from from the the core stuff that makes you strong. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure uh, where uh, where to go in terms of improvement. I just I I know that. Um, that it's important, like we talk about in the school, sort of honouring um, the past as well, and so making sure that we are aware of what, where we come from, and and what what is strong about it. So yeah, I guess that doesn't. I'm I'm avoiding, or haven't answered really the um, where the improvement is. Um, I just think that when it, that design process your iterations need to build on uh, to understand what's what's working and then look at the the how to improve um, and be be careful not to run away from that too far would you be able to give us just like a brief um, description of what the probably not as you <laughs> have you've just heard a brief yeah. description of the inquiry learning process yeah, so I guess, um, I, I mean, the process of it is is a three-week inquiry process where you choose the context of your learning, you, um, you, you plan, you identify what information you're going to need in order to sort of address the issue. You find that information, you make sense of it, and you come up with your solution. But why do we do that? It's about... Um, uh, being student-centered and and uh, allowing you to ide to identify it first what it, what are you interested in uh, rather than us assuming that um, or that that old position of we know what you need to know um, actually that we've we've come to understand that really most of the time that doesn't matter that the, the skill development, that stuff that I've talked about um, with my writing journey, you can develop that writing skill in with whatever context you're looking at. So student-centered, uh, if you're 
interested in it, then you're probably going to put more effort into it. Do better at it. If you're more, if you've put more effort into it, then you're going to want to know how to communicate that well. Yeah. And that was that part with me with my journey in terms of wanting to write. You guys, when you go to write your report, want to know how to write it more effectively. And so instead of me in a traditional English lesson standing up and saying, I'm going to teach you how to write, you're actually saying, Sir, can you? Can you help me improve this so I can communicate what I um, what I've found? Thanks for coming, Mr. Atkins. Appreciate the time. I uh, learned a lot from your journey, in particular the impact from Carol's head, and just a different way of look, looking at education in general, which is other people can find beneficial as well. So um, thank you for your time, it's been good. Cool, thanks Sean, thanks fellas, keep charging.